Hello and welcome to the Treehouse Letter, where we share true stories, letters, and essays on everything that matters and just as much that doesn't. I'm Milan Shatton, your host and producer. And for today's podcast, we have Exercises in Style, a writing tribute to the author Ray Quino and his collection of Exercises in Style written in 1947 in French and translated to the English in 1958. The collection retells an unexceptional tale 99 times in everything from Cockney, Haiku, Silent, among scores of others. So today I will tell an unexceptional tale in several fashions. The first is narrative. One day at about midday in the food line, behind the checkout of a more or less busy Costco, I observed a person with a very big mouth who was wearing a t-shirt with a comic print and a hoodie, unzipped. This individual suddenly addressed the man next to her, accusing him of purposely cutting in line, thrusting her arm toward him and pointing in his face. A small person stepped between them, holding hands out to keep them apart. The woman scowled, then turned away in a huff. Later, I saw the small person on Connecticut Avenue, engaged in earnest conversation with a friend who was advising her to get a proper hat that would keep her short hair from standing on end. This is the subjective side. I was liking my look this day. I had on my vintage tee and new hoodie with its sweet, softy, soft lining that feels good on the skin and hugs me just so. My roomie gave me that sidelong glance she does when she wants to spoil my pleasure. Later, I had to tell off this vulgar man who was purposely ill-treating me. Yes, I did, for cutting in the food line at that unspeakably foul wholesaler. And this happens exactly at the time that place fills up with locals when I have to consent to be there. The third, another subjectivity. At the lunch counter in Costco was one of those women who wouldn't know a dress if she saw one. I had ordered and stepped out of line when a man offered to get my pizza. This particular brat of a woman, maybe 28 or 33, barked and tore into that man her face looked like it had a mouth stretcher the dentists use, that size. Her filthy words disgusted me, and I put my hands out like a boxing referee, my fingers on her sternum. All those people watching didn't bother her one bit. In the end, she and that mouth of hers left. I lost my appetite. Then I ran into a mail on Connecticut Avenue, and she touched my head to remind me I needed to wear a cap best that it's a burgundy newsboy. She left me with some comment about my hair. The fourth version is metathesis, which I can't really read here, except to know in the footnotes that metathesis is the transposition of sounds or syllables in a word or of words in a sentence. And Raymond Quino, for whom this letter is a tribute, does it with panache. I close with the version unexpected, and this is as Raymond Quino closes his 99 tales. 
Sitting in the parlor, the two ladies chatted. What's new, mother? Not much, but it's cool for spring. It is. I saw something funny, you know. What? asked the mother. It looked a lot like you, Emil said. How's that? At the food counter. I saw what happened. It was mean, horrible, and I don't want to talk about it. The mouth on that person, the mother said. It was you who put a stop to them, I saw. I won't mention it again, but take my advice on the burgundy cap, Emil said. <laughs> That's the end of today's podcast. Uh, please visit thetreehouseletter.com if you want to see a picture and get links to the book and to learn a little bit about Raymond Pinot, who was later elected after this book to the highly prestigious Académie Boncourt, and more about today's podcast. And as always, thank you for listening. <music>